a reading from the book of Esther. Queen Esther, seized with deadly anxiety, fled to the Lord. She prayed to the Lord God of Israel and said, O oh my Lord, you only are our king. Help me, who am alone and have no helper but you. For my danger is in my hand. Ever since I was born, I have heard in the tribe of my family that you, O oh Lord, took Israel out of all the nations and our ancestors from among all their forebears for an everlasting inheritance, and that you did for them all that you promised. Remember, O oh Lord, make yourself known in this time of our affliction, and give me courage. O oh, King of the gods and Master of all dominion, put eloquent speech in my mouth before the lion and turn his heart to hate the man who is fighting for us so that there may be an end of him and those who agree with him. But save us by your hand and help me who am alone and have no helper but you, O Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I sing your praise. I bow down towards your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. Lord, on the day I called for help, you answered me. For you have exalted your name and your word above everything. On the day I called, you answered me. You increased my strength of soul. Lord, on the day I called for help, you You stretch out your hand and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Create a clean heart in me, O God. Give back to me the joy of your salvation. Praise and glory to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Gathered on the hillside with the disciples, Jesus began to teach them, 
Ask, and it will be given you. Search, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for bread, will give a stone? Or if the child asks for a fish, will give a snake? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good things to those who ask him? In everything, do to others as you would have them do to you. For this is the law and the prophets. The Gospel of the Lord. Once again, today, in our Lenten Gospel, Jesus speaks of prayer and attends to the importance of a pure, prayerful heart. You know, it's interesting, we celebrated on the first Sunday of Lent, as we always do, the story of Jesus out in the desert wilderness for those 40 days and 40 nights. And of course, so much emphasis is placed in that story on the fasting which he did and how he was so famished at the end of it, as well as, obviously, the temptations from the evil one, starting with addressing himself to the hunger Jesus was feeling, and all the rest of it that goes on like this, that it can be easy to overlook what it was that Jesus was actually doing out there in the desert for those 40 days and 40 nights. He was, of course, in very intense prayer, communion with his heavenly Father before he began to do his mission here on earth. Now at this point one might say, well, yeah, obviously that's what he was doing. But how often do we stop and actually think about that when we think about those days and nights that Jesus was in the wilderness? He was in prayer. He was in communion. He was in intensity of union with his heavenly Father in such a way that he was now able to do what came next, not just when the evil one tried to tempt him, but everything that came next. And so, Jesus wants us to know that that intense union with our Heavenly Father is both possible and necessary if we're going to carry out the work of the mission that's been entrusted to us. And as Queen Esther, in her fervent prayer, makes clear, there really is no other route. You are my only helper, O Lord God. There is no other but you when I face the trials and the challenges that I face. So Jesus, in those very famous words that we hear today, points out to us that prayer is necessary but it's also going to have its effects. Ask, and it will be given you. Knock, and that door is going to be opened to you. Now, of course, through the years, many have read that passage and have said, well, 
I prayed and nothing happened. I searched and I didn't find. I asked and what I asked for was not given to me. Well, it goes a little deeper than just simply some kind of exchange at a store counter. If I give you some cash, in other words, my prayers, you've got to give me the product that I want to buy with my prayers. The relationship with God does not work that way, nor should it. It is a communion. It is a relationship. And as Jesus points out, immediately after saying, ask, search, knock, he immediately says, what about you? What about you when you are attending, say, for example, to the needs of your children? Do you give them just whatever they want, or do you give them what is necessary? And you know as a good parent that it is. One way I often put this, as I'm sure you will remember, is, okay, if the child asks for a fish, will you give him a snake? Well, no. But what if the child asks for a snake? Will you give him a snake? And the parent would probably say, equally no. <laughs> Because you know what is good for your children. And so in the same way, our Heavenly Father knows what we need, and he knows what is good for us. And he also knows that unless we have communion with him through the prayer of praise, through the prayer, say, for example, in the Lord's Prayer, which Jesus has taught us, of asking for his will to be done, in our lives and in our world. Not mine, yours, Lord. It's a whole act of trust. It's a whole act of faith. It's not just a bunch of words trying to get a certain something, however good that something might be or might seem to be. It is union with God and a desire to do his will and to be totally his. Maybe in its own strange way, that's why the golden rule gets appended, seemingly irrelevantly, to the end of this passage. In everything due to others as you would have them do to you. Because the golden rule of its very nature takes us out of ourselves to do good for others. So let prayer bring us out of ourselves into the will of God and what he desires. There really is nothing wrong with making the essence of our prayer be your will be done. I praise you, Lord, I thank you, and your will be done. And that supreme act of trust on our part bears remarkable fruits far beyond what we thought we wanted. This, at least, appears to be what Jesus is trying to tell us. And in Lent, let us grow ever closer to that genuine spirit of true prayer.